out to the ball game. The Major League Baseball season is about to resume after the All-Star break. You have to be living under a rock not to know that the Mariners went into the break with a 14-game winning streak, which they will try to resume, which is pretty exciting stuff. But as our resident historian Felix Pinnell reminds us, the 1995 Mariners, for now anyway, remain the most exciting team of all. Felix is brought to you by Lake Washington Windows and Doors. Morning, Dave. Yeah, I chose that old version to take me out to the ball game because talking about the 95 Mariners the past few days has made me feel really old. That magical season was 27 years ago. Starting to feel like it might as well have been 1927. I had a newsroom debate with Mike Salk last Friday where I said, even if the Mariners win the World Series this year, it won't be as exciting as 1995. More about that in a moment. Quick refresher. Mariners debuted in 1977 in the Old Kingdom. They played 18 seasons of pretty mediocre baseball, never made the playoffs. There were some highlights along the way, you know, a few no-hitters, uh, Gaylord Perry's 300th win, countless bat nights or seat cushion nights. Um, 95 was different. First of all, the previous season had ended in August 1994 with a bitter labor dispute and player strike, and the World Series was canceled that year for the first time since 1904. The 95 season started late and was shortened, just 144 games instead of the usual 162. Seattle sports historian and collector Dave Eskenazi says there are definitely some parallels between 1995 and 2022, including the effect of the uh, team facing adversity, whether because of Ken Griffey's hand injury in 1995 or that brawl with the Angels a month or so ago. And Dave Eskenazi says that 95 team had something in common with winning years for the Sonics, the Seahawks, or the Storm, chemistry. It becomes contagious, and you start catching the breaks, and everything uh, continues to kind of go right. But I, I think you don't have that unless you have a really good clubhouse. And I think that that's a common factor with all of those teams that you mentioned. You know, the, the personalities that you see, it's not just a media creation. I think it's real. So in August and September of 95, the Mariners kept winning implausible come-from-behind ninth-inning clutch victories. They tied for the wild-card playoff slot, and then they had to play a one-game tiebreaker against California at the Kingdom on October 2nd. They won that, and the team headed to the postseason for the first time in their history. Seattle went bananas. First stop was a best-of-five series, the American League Division Series, or ALDS, against the Yankees. The first two games were in New York, and the Mariners lost them both. They came back to Seattle, and the Mariners won Game 3 and Game 4, so Game 5 was do or die, and it went into extra innings. In the bottom of the 11th, the Mariners were at bat, but they were down by one point, so again, it was do or die. Joey Cora was at third, Ken Griffey was at first, Edgar Martinez came up to bat. Here's Dave Niehaus with the most famous call in Seattle history. They would love a base hit into the gap, and they could win it with junior speed, the stretch. And the 0-1 pitch on the way to Edgar Martinez. Swung on the line, down the left field line for a base hit. Here comes Joy. Here is Junior to third base. They're going to wave him in. The throw to the plate will be late. The Mariners are going to play for the American League Championship. I don't believe it. It just continues. My, oh, my. Edgar Martinez with a double. Ripped down the left field line, and they are going crazy at the kingdom. Any excuse to play that kind? I listened yeah. to that yesterday. It made me tear up hearing Dave Neos. That's why there's an Edgar Martinez way now. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I can play it. Let's play it one more time. No, just kidding. Um, <laughs> one of my most vivid memories from October of 95 is walking through my Wallingford neighborhood one night during one of those games against the Yankees. Every time something good happened for the Mariners, you could hear a giant collective cheer that seemed to come from every direction. Everybody was tuned in. I love that feeling of community. I miss that feeling. I want that feeling back this season. 
I checked with Dory Monson. He had just started his talk show on Cairo back in 1995, and the station was still getting complaints from listeners who missed Jim French. I made up that last part. Um, Dory says, how you feel about the 95 Mariners versus the 2022 Mariners depends on how old you are. If you were a young baseball fan back in 95, that run in August and into September, refused to lose, first time ever making it to the playoffs, that's like a first kiss. You know, when you first time have a kid, oh, it's just the best. And no matter how great everything is in life after that, romantically, there's nothing like that first kiss. So for people around our age, 95's probably always going to be the best. But for people who didn't live here in 95 or who are 30 and younger and weren't dialed into 95, this is their first kiss. You know, in baseball, it's all about the stats and the stories and the history. So much of it is about the context. Otherwise, it's just people swinging sticks and running around in circles. And it's easy to forget how dripping with context 1995 was because of the bad things that had happened leading up to that season. The Mariners got off to a great start in 94. They looked like they were going to go to the playoffs in 94. And then there's a strike and the World Series gets canceled. Uh, spring training in 95 gets delayed. And I think a lot of fans had had it. And that's the other reason 95 is so powerful because people came from the depths of fandom to the absolute peak. And it was such a swing of emotion over just a few month period that that also really heightened the intensity of it, I think. You know, I mentioned my newsroom debate with Mike Salk. After a little tussle, he opened the phones on his show and took calls. He told me a couple of days ago that it was the diehard baseball fans. Uh, they disagree with me. They think a World Series win this year or any time for the Mariners will be far more exciting than 1995. And the more casual fans, which I count myself a casual fan, they agree with me. Now, Mike also had Rick Riz on his show last Friday and asked him what he thought. Rick Riz was there alongside Dave Niehaus in 1995, of course. And he remembers one more crazy piece of context that directly impacted the future of the team back in 1995. That playoff run led the state legislature in October of 1995 to fund the stadium now called T-Mobile Park, which is something the voters had rejected in September. Ken Griffey Jr. and Jay Buhner and Randy Johnson and Danny Wilson and all the guys, Mike Flowers and all those guys, if they didn't do what they did, when they did it and how they did it, we wouldn't be here. So, yeah, that's it was the most impactful season in the history of our franchise. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's an existential crisis in 1985 and that playoff run cured that. So. And it's easy to forget that before that 95 season, there had been so many years of drama about who would own the Mariners. Would they move to Florida? Would they build something new besides the old beleaguered kingdom? And that 95 playoff run changed all that. And I love that kind of context. But it's also easy to forget that the Mariners in the uh, American League Championship Series lost to Cleveland. That ended their whole playoff run. But anyway, it's just uh, I, I will believe forever that 95 will always be more exciting than anything the Mariners do in the future because it was the first time. Yeah, you're right. There, that was a collision of so many different issues, including how to finance the new stadium, whether it would, yep. be, would be built or not, et cetera, et cetera. But uh, I do remember... Uh, Sitting in parking lots, you know, picking up various children and, uh, you know, letting them wait so I could hear the end of these games. It was uh, actually you were a kid back then, Colleen. You were probably absolutely. I you had to, had to wait for your parents to show up because they were sitting in the car <laughs> listening to those games. Yeah, amazing. I was 10 at the time, and I think Dory's right. If if perhaps you're 30 and below, you don't remember. But at 10 years old, that left an impression on me that still today, I think that's why I'm so shy about jumping back on board. I'll always <laughs> follow right. and love the Mariners, <laughs> but I can't take the heartbreak anymore. So I'm going to be a, you know, I, I've learned boundaries with my sports teams. <laughs>
Felix Bennell, all his features are at MyNorthwest.com. Thanks, Felix. Thanks, Dave.